If the founding team gets rich before the product gets traction, it's probably a scam. Why, if you're so long the vision, would you take 70 million off the table in, you know, before the products even launched? That, that was a red flag of red flags for me and for others. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have asked me and criticized me. The name of the company, Nikola, should have been a clue these guys aren't serious about building a brand with its own identity and product catalog, and are just trying to skim some of the shine off Tesla's success. They were caught faking a demo video by rolling a semi-truck down a hill because it doesn't actually drive. And this truck will come to market, I can promise you that. For every doubter out there that said that there's no way this is true, Abs how can that be possible? We've done it. It's my pleasure to actually let you guys enjoy the night, see the truck, know it's real, touch it, feel how sturdy it is. You're going to see that this is a real truck. This is not a pusher. Their founder even admitted they only introduced a consumer product to appeal to retail investors. So I needed to touch the consumer. And so the, the truck is for the profit, the semi-truck, the pickup truck's for the consumer. And the consumer is the one who is part of the Robin Hood portfolio, is part of the the, you know, the family office or whatever. And that's where all the, the valuation of the company comes from. Yet somehow, as of today, even though they've only delivered a single truck, the company is still worth $4 billion. While trading shares of public companies provides us with enough information to make informed decisions about where to put our money, it doesn't prevent people from following momentum and charisma instead of facts and reality. Someone out there still believes Nikola will produce a truck popular enough to justify this valuation, but given their fumbling track record, it feels a bit risky. At best, it's premature. But the point is that if even with objective measures and access to this kind of information, valuations like this can happen, it becomes much easier to understand why crypto people are so confused. What's the difference between ignoring information and not having any? The man who does not read has no advantage over the man who cannot read. There are many methodologies for building a product. In the internet software age, there has been quite an evolution of thinking over the past few decades. In the 90s, when the internet just started to reach individuals at home, companies would raise millions of dollars from private investors and set up all the organizational structures of a large company in mini form and set out building a product as if success was predetermined. Impeccable produce, well-marbled beef, fish and poultry of the highest integrity. The problem with this approach, as we quickly learned, was that no product survives first contact with a customer. You just can't know how good or bad a product will be until someone tries it. And when you're burning cash to keep the operations running, you have a limited time frame to get the product right before investors conclude either you were wrong about the market, you were wrong about the product, you aren't the right team to get it done, or even if they want to keep piling in more cash, the expected return would never justify the total investment. Even if they could have fixed the problem with another million-dollar injection to buy a few more months, there are other companies that might look a bit more promising in comparison. Everything is a trade-off. Then people changed their approach. Customer development emerged as a trendy new philosophy. A scalable startup typically is solving for unknown customers and unknown features, but the founders have billion-dollar visions. Don't build things in isolation. Incorporate customer feedback in your development methodology from the beginning and iterate until you get it right. The big wave of enlightenment arrived with the lean startup movement, where it became standard dogma to focus on building an MVP or minimum viable product to test your idea with real people before making too large of a commitment to it. 
Decide how you expect customers to interact with your product. Measure whether they actually do and fail fast when they don't do as expected. Be objective. Don't waste time on a losing idea. Iterate more quickly until you find what sticks. This is largely still the predominant view in Silicon Valley today. The factor that determines success or failure is the reception and adoption of products by customers. Conventional wisdom was for retail investors to consider investing only in companies they understand because they value and buy their products. Contrast that view of the world with what we see in crypto, where the key learning of the past several decades is being ignored. In particular, with Web3 tokens, how many times have you actually used the service provided by the company that issues your tokens? Even with Bitcoin, how often do you actually use it? Traction of products, not traction of tokens, makes successful companies. Not market cap, not charisma, not technical analysis, not momentum, not get-rich-quick or multi-level marketing scams, not TikTok or Instagram likes or celebrity endorsements. The number of commercials someone buys on CNBC is irrelevant. The number of old men in suits someone convinces or bribes to join their party is irrelevant. Buzzwords don't matter. The number of fresh graduates who decide to join a movement instead of getting experience at a real company that can model successful behavior doesn't matter. These are all signals that people without any understanding of history follow. Yes, VCs do put money into early stage companies before they have traction, but they know how risky that world is. It's their job to vet these teams and projects, and they still have a 90% failure rate. Retail investors will never get access to the same information as a VC from some guy they talk to at a bus stop. Well, then why not just follow VCs? Don't they know all these things too? Of course they do, but they is not a single monolith. There are disagreements even in that community. VCs are also human and subject to trend following, but more importantly, they don't put all their eggs in one basket. They are professional risk mitigators. They might want all their investments to succeed, but they are prepared for most of them to fail, because most of them will. But even more importantly, before crypto, VCs would cash out when a company went public or sold to big tech. In normal circumstances, Nikola notwithstanding, that only happens after a company has demonstrated some level of success with customers. Today, in crypto, VCs can cash out on launch day if they build enough hype around their Ponzi token. The same is true for developers. If you can get rich without actually doing the work to build a successful company, why wouldn't you? These incentives have distorted the market and their interests are no longer necessarily in alignment with yours. Even if the company is successful, owning a token grants you no ownership rights over the company itself. There is no reason to believe their success will be your success. The real value is always in the equity, not the Ponzi tokens people trade because they can't access the equity. Retail investors sheepishly following along are actually just providing them with a get-out-of-jail-free card. Remember, private companies are secretive. There is no equal access to material information like with a public company. Insiders will know a company is failing before you. And whereas in the past, they only made money when a project succeeded, today, as long as they maintain sufficient hype around their Ponzi token, they can always choose to use you as their exit liquidity. And most of them will. I'm hodling. I'm hodling. You think I buy hundreds hodling, of millions of dollars of anything without a discount? 
everything is a discount. Everything's discounted. You want to clear that position in an LLC? Are you saying I got a billion dollars of Solana? No, bro. I'm saying Ooh. I have one. But, you know, I brought it at a discount. But you're holding, correct? Ish. Yes. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I mean, if-, if you're at a poker table and you don't know who the sucker is, it's you. Always remember, the only thing that matters is customers using products. And if people are getting rich without building a product that delights their customers, they are probably running a scam.